Hello and welcome to Clever Conversations. I'm your host, The Clever Bitch, but you can call me B. If your day has got you down and you have zero fucks left to give, well then you are in the right place. So sit back, unless of course you're driving, then pay the fuck attention, or listen while you're getting the dishes done, whatever floats your boat, and let's get this party started. Hey, good morning, good morning. I am the Clever Bitch. Uh, I'm here today. We are going to be talking about nurturing positive thoughts. And I'm joined by a very special guest. Kendra is like the, she's the voice behind I Chip Over Flat Surfaces. And I do that too. It's a great podcast. Please check it out. Her podcast encourages women to nurture positive thoughts, enriching their lives and self-biased beliefs. Kendra's motto is to be an aggressive encourager, and she uses her voice to encourage and promote women to take charge of their thoughts in their mind, realizing a better life. Kendra lives with her husband on a small farm with seven rescue animals. We have to talk about that a little bit, too. Please welcome my guest, Kendra. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning, and thank you so much for having me. I'm so very excited. I am happy that you're here. This is going to be so much fun. You have to tell me a little bit about your animals. You have seven, seven? rescue animals? Yes, we do. I do think that's why I'm on planet Earth is to rescue animals. I love it. We have two cats, two dogs. I have a horse and two donkeys. Oh, my goodness. That's a menagerie. That's like yes. ev- like every spectrum right there. <laughs> And, and how, did awesome. you, how did you, how did they come, how did, is there, is there a special story on how these animals come to you? Or do people know to call you or? I mean, they all have their story, right? So, right. I mean, um, one of our cats we got from a local shelter and the other cat from, um, a cat rescue, the donkeys came from a donkey rescue in Pennsylvania and the horse came from a horse rescue where I used to volunteer and, It was a very bad situation. It was a starvation case and she was near death. Um, And I was with the rescue the day that she was rescued. And the second I saw her, it changed my life forever. And that was eight years ago. Wow. Well, that's phenomenal. I so appreciate that. I, I, we, we've had rescues. Um, There's just a special bond that you get with them. I don't, I, it's hard to explain. I'm sure you understand that. Um, yeah, you see them and you know that they're supposed to be part of your family. Well, good for you. That's amazing. I, that's just a special gift that you can provide to them. So well done. Well, well done. They give back way more than we, we give for sure. This is true. This is true. So tell us a little bit about I Trip on Flat Surfaces. Who is it for? Okay, well, you know, I I really, like you, like you said, I really honestly trip over flat surfaces, and um, I just kind of thought those stumbles in life, that's a bit of a metaphor for all the, the issues that we go through life and the troubles that we experience from little to big, and really how that impacts our lives. So the podcast... My, my one person really are, is, a, is a woman between 45 and 65 who wants a better life, who wants to be happy, who wants to feel good about herself and her life. But, but really, we all go through that. We all experience trials in our life. And really, it, 
how we decide to manage the thoughts through those process can really, it doesn't necessarily take away the trial, but can help um, give us peace and, and live through that and manage that a bit better. And, and, I, and then obviously turn around and look in that other direction and instead of saying, wow, I wish you know I hadn't gone through that. There are things that we learn through those stumbles and trials in life that can make us better people and make our lives better if we choose to think that. Absolutely. I totally agree. I think that we have to, we have to look at it that way. And if we're not, I don't know, I look back at some of the things that have happened to me and I know that I wouldn't be who I am if I hadn't gone through them. But, you know, and you have to learn and get up from them. And a failure isn't really a failure. It's just a learning lesson to move you forward. So, so, and, you know, and I've had those really, and in my podcast intro where I really truly did sprawl out in the middle of a crosswalk with cars coming and fell over my flip flop and nobody helped me get up. So I want to help people get up here. That's that's what we're all about, right? We have to get up. That's the hardest part. And if you have someone that'll help you get up, I I was having problems yesterday. I was going through a little, just a little craziness, um, a feeling of over, being overwhelmed. And I I, it's hard to ask for help. It really, really is. Um, but I did, and I had someone step up and be like, "I'm there. What do you need? I can do it." And um, so you have to be there to help if you can. I don't want to see anyone's flipping over or falling over flip-flops on a middle of a crosswalk. That would be horrifying. So what do we do? How do we, how do we nurture positive thoughts? How do we bring about this? Well, so I like to look at, you know, certain words and and really what their definition are. And, And nurture means something that nourishes us, you know, and we nourish our body, right? With food. And so we should nourish our mind with good thoughts. And that's making the decision that, you know, on a constant basis, examine what is it that we're really thinking about and is that something positive? And if not, making that choice, that decision to think something good. So that good could be a a song lyric, a song, a quote, a positive quote, uh, affirmation, you know, whatever that might be for, for, you know, what is best for you and taking the time to examine, okay, is my thought good? If, it, if it's not changing it to something positive and making that decision consciously over and over to do that because it's, it's hard work. It's like anything that we want to change in our life. It takes time and it's hard work, but it's really making that decision to change that negative to something positive and doing it every single time you think about it. And then over time, because you're consistent, it does get a little bit easier and, and not so much work um, as we do it over and over again. What are some ways we can, we can do that? What are, what are some reminders we can give ourselves? Well, I, I like to call it a, a trigger. And, and so I, I like to come up with something that I know that when I see it or hear it, it's going to remind me, hey, examine the thoughts that are in my head. And so that could be a song, it could be a picture, um, it, it, could, it could even be a painting, whatever that might be for you, um, you know, whatever it is to, that makes you just stop in the moment 
and think, okay, what are the thoughts that are in my head and are those thoughts positive? And if they're not, already have something that you're going to replace those thoughts with. So if I'm thinking, for instance, you know, gosh, you know, I, I made a horrible um, um, trip up at work today. I stumbled. I got impatient with someone. So instead of saying I'm a horrible employee or coworker, I did an awful job, just, you know, look, recognize that those are not positive thoughts that are going to help me move forward that yes, I got um, a little impatient with that person, went and apologized to them. And what is it that made me impatient? And that was probably, uh, I was ill-prepared for the situation in the moment and to become better prepared for that and just think of it in a, in a more personal growth versus a negative thought. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do something consistently like that, I think. It, it, like you said, it definitely takes practice. And I think the more you do it, the better you get at it. I, I do. And I think once, as, as soon as we conquer an area, we have another area that comes up, right? And we feel like we're starting all over again. But I think the most important thing is that we continuously reset and restart. And that's the most important thing. And I know for me, that's something that I struggled with, you know, gosh, you know, I thought I was doing so well in this area and here clearly I've not made any progress. Well, that's not true. And I think you just have to rem remind yourself of your truths. So if, if, you, if I'm an impatient person and I know that I have these situations that make me impatient, I need to prepare myself for that and make sure I get up in enough time that I allow myself the time to get to work. Um, so I'm not impatient in traffic and, and things like that. But it's a constant effort. And and really, honestly, it, it does in areas get so much e easier where um, it, you're not constantly having to reset. But it is something that you want to examine on a regular basis so you don't accidentally fall back in, in that sort of negative mindset where you started and then lost your progress. Absolutely. Yeah. We have to, I, at least for me, I, so one of the things that I will do sometimes is I like post-it notes because sometimes I have to put them up there. Especially when I was doing weight loss, I was putting post-it notes up like you don't need that or you look, you know, you're just keep focused, think positively, um, whatever works, I suppose, for each per individual person. But that worked for me. Um, and I also, I also had a, um, a charm necklace that I would grab the charm and hold on to it. And it would just, I, when I would feel myself having, you know, negative thoughts in my head, um, I would touch the charm and I would just start trying to make myself think of, you know, positive things and I've got this and I can do this and I'll get through this. Um, so it can be anything really. You're right. I love that you had something tangible. Um, for me, it was music, you know, always having, uh, you know, positive music in the background, or it was listening to speakers, public speakers that gave a positive message. So, or I, I used to travel with work a lot and I actually kept pictures of my husband and my fur kids with me. And so that was my tangible, just having those around. And so now I have, you know, pictures on the wall or paintings to do the same. Oh, absolutely. So what do we do if we're in a situation where we're around negative people and we really like, okay, tomorrow's Thanksgiving and we're going to be around family. And we know that large groups, you know, you know, 
families have their issues. There's negative. There's there's always somebody that's negative. I know I'm dealing with that tomorrow personally. This is why I'm bringing it up. But mm-hmm. um, what do we do when, we're, when we can't get away from them? So how what what do we have that we can do when we're around these kind of negative people? I think everyone deals with it a little bit different because we're all different personality types, right? Some people are a little bit more uh, forward about things and some people are more um, introverted about things. But I think um, there are a couple of things is in one, it sounds so easy to say it, right? But don't allow them to influence your thoughts. And that just seems like such a simple statement with a lot of, but it has a lot of steps to it. And then the other is um, to influence their thoughts. So if someone's coming around you, like I'm sure tomorrow is going to be a lot of political conversations in some in some homes, and I and I think it's just important. One is it's someone else's view or opinion does not necessarily have to become your your interpersonal mantra, and so just taking what they say as their opinion or view and not accepting it and taking it in as your own, and then. Also on the flip side of that, influencing their thoughts. Because someone, you know, we always think, well, they had a choice to think negative or positive, but that's not true. Depending on the kind of environment we were raised or were in, we may not realize the, the negativeness that we put out there until someone kind of draws that to our attention. And so I think putting a positive spin and helping them influence their thoughts in a positive way is is also very important because we're the master of our thoughts. And, you know, I call it a mind space rental place. And we put we, you know, we want to evict those bad negative renters and put in positive renters. And, you know, being negative comes with a price. And that price is not something someone else pays. We pay for it ourselves by getting back what we put out there. And if we're, you know, we, we, um, we always see what we seek or, you know, seek what we see, however you want to say it. And if we're always looking at something in a negative way, that's what we're always going to see. So when those people come around you, I think it's just remembering to keep a hold of that tangible item remembering those positive thoughts and they can be who they are but that doesn't mean that you have to then become and buy into you know what they're putting out there right and you don't have to like them it's okay (laughs) I want to say that listen there's sometimes there's some real jerks and even family members okay there's some just you know I don't know what's going on they they're they're adults now and they can do what they want to do and they make their own choices and they don't and you feel slighted or upset or and you hurt. It's mostly because you're hurt by something they have done or have not done. Um, and they can be jerks and it's okay. They can be jerks. Like you have to understand that you don't have to like them. You don't have to. You can handle these kinds of people and, and just laugh in your brain. I don't know. Think of something funny about them and just keep that thought in your head. I don't know. I'm trying because you're going to be around them, especially at work, too, because that's something you have to deal with almost every day, you know, when you're going to work or even if, you know, with all the telecommuting, you're still, you're still communicating with people and sometimes they're jerks too. Right. I mean, and, or what if it's your life partner and you're around them all the time? I, I think, you know, in the, in those cases, um, you know, it, you can't get away from them. Or what, what if we project it to ourselves? We can't get away from ourselves, right? 
and, and what if we're the negative person in our life? It's the same thing. We may not necessarily um, like that about ourselves, but we do have the opportunity to, um, opportunities to change that. And I, I, I like what you say. I don't think that we are necessarily meant to like or get along with everybody, but that doesn't mean, again, that, that it has to be negative. That person that kind of rubs us the wrong way or we them could actually be an opportunity to learn from that situation. And I always find that um, the more people, you know, the more I want to work on patience or something like that is the more opportunities I get to work on it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I I think we just take those opportunities as well and um, try and and try and learn from them and, and those types of people. That's very, very true. And if it is a significant other in your life, um, it, you know, there's great counseling out there, too. I mean, it, it's something that I think needs to be discussed because you can't be in a situation where it's some someone's a constant negative that you're spending 24 seven with. Um, you need to you need to have something you need to have some help working on that. So make sure in people a safe are safe place. Yeah, safe place and ask for help because um I want to make sure that that people get that message because um, you don't don't deserve to be that around that all the time. With well, the work situation, kind of different, you know, they're not going to go to counseling with you, and you can either, you know, you're always in control of your own thoughts, and you can still make it a great day. I I I don't know if you know people that something will happen in the morning and then they'll let the it'll just wreck the whole rest of their day. Right. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Don't like, it's one thing. And then whatever you got over it and now you're fine. And let's think bringing some of those positive things in, we can just turn it right around. Right. And, and to your point, I, I do it. I do absolutely agree. If you're in a situation where you need help, seek a professional or get a wise friend, you know, someone that's going to help you move past that place. But I, I know someone who, um, when they got upset, they felt like if they were going to get upset over something, they needed to stay upset for like days. I'm like, I, you know, I don't think we can limit the fact that there are things that are going to upset us. That's going to happen. However, how we react to those and we have a short life. Even if you live to 88, 90 years old, I mean, that is a blink of an eye. Do you really want to spend a third of that like upset, angry? I mean, you know, there's just so many things to experience in life. And I, and I think, um, there are legitimate, let's there are legitimate things we can be upset about, but it doesn't have to ruin our whole day. Like you're saying. Absolutely. You know, when I was, uh, when my daughter was, was younger and playing soccer, I ended up coaching for a few years um, and, you know, teenage girls, they're a handful. Plus, they all have mouths on them. And during a game, things can get a little out of hand. But uh, I always, I would always take them aside. I would always, and, and in our practices, and the, the, my goal was all of that negativity that you're getting from these opposing players, they're talking crap to you. They're saying, all, you know, that's just the way they, that's the way they play the game. You're not going to play that game that way. What they're doing to you is they're feeding you. They're fueling you with positive energy to win the game, to play well, and to have fun. So I want you to take that negative and, and turn it around and use that for fuel to be positive. And we worked on that a lot, but I think it really helped them channel 
the emotions, especially as a teen, all those emotions that they were feeling like, I can't believe she said that to me. Can you believe what, you know? And then, so it happens. Yeah. And I mean, it's like walking through a store, right? There's lots of products there, but you don't have to buy them all. You don't have to put all of that in your cart and push it around. (laughs) (laughs) End up putting it back. But I, I think something that we lose is, you know, it's okay to get angry. I don't think that there's anything wrong about getting angry. I think all of the emotions that we have serve a purpose. But I think it's what we do with that anger is, is where we get into negativity. Obviously, if, if you take that anger and, and hurt something or someone, that's, that's very horrible, you know, very negative. And, but I don't want people to think that they're bad for feeling anger. That's not, to, I mean, just me personally, feeling anger is not a negative thing. It's then, you know, how if you hold on to that anger, if you start to think, negative thoughts about yourself, um, your life or someone else, that's where I think there can be destruction. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we have to learn to do is to take that and turn it into something positive. And I, I, my, I always laugh if I, if I'm laughing, then I'm, then I'm okay. Right. Like even if I'm really, really mad and I'm so pissed off, I have to find a way to laugh because if I'm not laughing, then I'm going to, let all that anger inside me well up and is not good for you. Those, you know, there's people like that. They're the grudge holders. Oh my goodness. I, how do you deal with grudge holders? I, those people, they're just, it's like five years later and they're still holding a grudge. We're not responsible for them. They're responsible for themselves. And we can, I mean, I'm now, if we do something to hurt someone, of course, let's, let's, you know, do it in the right way of, you know, apologize, do what we can. But then, you know, if, if you've done what you feel you can do to rectify that, you have to let that go. And, and you can't force that person to hold on to a grudge. So you can't force that person to let go of a grudge. They kind of have to get to that place themselves. And we're not responsible for them. We're responsible for ourselves. Absolutely. So tell me something. What, what's been one of the hardest things that you've had to overcome with this? I think it's really myself. I had to over, I mean, it, I went through so many years of negative self-biased thoughts because I didn't think like the people around me. I didn't have the talents of the people around me. Um, I didn't have the personalities of the people around me and it, there's nothing wrong with the talents I have. There's nothing wrong with the things that I can do well and the things that I can't do well. And so I just had to, uh, growing up, I very much was a, I will say it like it is kind of person. And I will tell you how it is. I was brutally honest and I was really okay with that. And everyone else seemed to have a problem with it. And so I kind of was more like, why don't I have a problem with this? And so I spent the next many, many years, say next year, I'm like really many years, um, trying to redevelop that. And really, I've gotten back to a place where I like me. There's a reason why I have the personality that I have. And I just need to take that and be wise with it. And so really, it was overcoming myself and learning how to take the talents and the strengths that I have and use those in a very wise way. 
Absolutely. I think, um, so I was one of those people that was just a forgiver. Like I get so mad and then I would just forgive. And I had to look at myself and say, you know, I, I need to stop putting myself around the people that aren't benefiting me or not positive, not, not benefiting me, but like in a pot, like giving me support and being, um, the kind of person that I need to be around. So I really had to learn that. And I, like you, very honest. And I've learned to have to curtail that a bit. That's been hard because I'm, I'm not going to just tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what I think you should hear, which sometimes you don't want to hear. But I also have friends that now know me that if they're going to ask me an opinion on something, they know they're going to get it straight from me. They like probably they know come that, to you specifically yes. for that. Yeah. Which is good, which is, so that's, you know, so I don't volunteer like I used to, but if someone were to ask, and I have friends that do ask all the time, what do you think of this? What should I do with that? And I'll be like, I like this. I like that. I'd change this. I'd change that. Um, And they know that they can get that from me. So, you know, that's taking something that, you know, maybe wasn't well liked in the past, but turning it into something that people appreciate now. What do we do? We're, we're, you know, we're... I know we're trying to get appreciate that too. Right. Yeah. Well, age helps a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Once I hit a certain age, I was like, okay, I don't have time for this anymore. I'm done. We're done. (laughs) We're over this. I'm just like straight to the point now. Got no time for that other stuff. Um, sometimes, which isn't always the nicest. Um, but, uh, but what do we do? So now we need to, we, we, we want to reset. How are we resetting? Well, I think the very first thing you need to understand is that you absolutely can control the thoughts that come into your head. I hear a lot of people say, well, no, I can't. You know, I I think what I think. But um, let's just for an instance, if you were terrified of horror movies, and I am, um, do you go to horror movies? Do you Absolutely not. (laughs) I don't like them So it's the same thing. You don't even put yourself into that situation to be presented with those um, scenes and thoughts in your head. So, you know, it's the same thing. You, once you need, once you learn that the fact that you can control your thoughts, it's really recognizing, um, that you need to stop thinking those negative thoughts and those negative thoughts are causing negative back to you. And so coming up with that trigger, what is that trigger that's going to help you recognize that you're having negative thoughts and then evaluate, is that a negative thought? Because just because I think, oh, I could have communicated that better. That's not necessarily a negative thought. A negative thought is, oh, I'm a horrible communicator. I never get it right. I, it's never, I'm never going to do this versus, oh, you know what? I could have come better prepared and communicated that in a different way, knowing my audience. And so there's one that's going to move me forward. And that's one that's going to keep me right where I am in a negative space. And then it's really like, you know, replacing those with constructive um, thoughts. Definitely. What, what kind of advice would you give to your younger self? If you could go back and give some advice to you, what would you, what would you say? If I would have understood the success I would be able to have in life knowing this, I, I would have done it a lot sooner. It took me a lot later in life. I got, late, I got married later in life. Um, and it really wasn't until I got married and I, and I got my horse that I really wanted to be a better person 
and I'm not sure if my husband would say I'm better. Hopefully he thinks I'm, I'm better. <laughs> I've unpacked a lot internally that no one knows, but if I would have recognized the need for that much sooner in life, I think I would be a lot uh, further in areas that I am. So, But it's hard, right? Until you're presented with the thing in your life that really kind of makes you say, okay, man, I've had it. Like this, I'm not even necessarily talking about your rock bottom, but for some it could be, but it could just be a place where, you know, like this has got to change and we can't change other people. We can try as we must, you know, um, but really we're the only person we're responsible for and can affect change for. And oftentimes when you go through that process of positively changing yourself, those things in other situations and people that used to bother you no longer do. And it's not necessarily because that changed. It's because you changed and you became um, um, more effective at dealing with that and a, and a better person. Absolutely. Well, we're hoping that everyone uh, that has to deal with family tomorrow can try to keep positive thoughts in their brains and, and, and deal with them. I know I'm going to try my hardest. I always will put a smile on my face. And then the, the standby that I use in any case situation, whether it be uh, a boss, a coworker, a mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, whoever it might be. I'm naming some people that I've had past issues with. Sorry. Um, I, I like the, the, uh-huh. And you just nod. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then you start thinking of something else and you just let them babble and you don't listen. And that works yeah. really, really well, especially, you know, in, a, in family situations, <laughs> let them talk and just smile and shake your head and start planning your, you know, your shopping list for next week. I don't know. Something that works. And that for doesn't her. make you an insincere person. It allows them to get it out and you don't let it bother you. Right. Exactly. Because that's the best part. We have to, like you were saying in the beginning, we have to nourish, nourish our minds uh, with positive thoughts, with these good thoughts. And I think that's, if we can take anything away from today, I want everyone to try to do that. At least, you know, con be conscious of that during the day and get through this holiday weekend and all the crazy Black Friday shoppers. Um, oh, true. And, yeah, we got all that going on Friday. So that'll be interesting as well. So <laughs> I'm not going. There's only one store that I'll go to on Friday. Uh, and it's a it's a, um, a building supply store because they have these wacky fun little things that I use for, for gifts. They're just, just random stuff. So I'm going to try that. That's the only store I go to. I don't do the Walmart or the Target or any Me of those. Either. Oh gosh. I don't no. go to any the day after no. none. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing, I'm planning home things that day. So, and I'll probably get all caught up in movies because I do, I have to watch Elf and I have to watch White Christmas to get me like right into, because we don't have snow White yet either. White Christmas so. is my favorite. Isn't it? Oh my goodness. I love that movie. Right? It just brings you to a great place. Bing it, Crosby. It sure does. Yes. Hey, Rosemary Clooney, how could you go wrong? Absolutely. So, yes. That could be your trigger for Thanksgiving. <laughs> there you go. I'll start singing White Christmas right in the middle of dinner if they're bugging me. <laughs> Well, Kendra, thank you. Can can you tell us where can listeners find you and give us a little sneak peek of what they can expect to hear coming up soon? Sure. So uh, I do have a website, itripoverflatsurfaces.com. 
And from there, you can subscribe to encouraging emails or get access to the podcast. Or you can go to Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or Spotify, wherever you listen, and it is available there. And I do, I have a podcast that comes out the first of every month, and it's usually longer. And then on the 15th, I have what's called a Mind Space Rental Place Short. And so the first of December, uh, I have my friend David on, and we are talking about being influencers and influencing. So a little bit of what we Ooh. talked about here today goes right into that. So fabulous. And then, and then on my short, I actually stretch myself and I put myself out there and I sing for everyone. So. <gasps> oh, good for you. I would never do that. I can't sing in front of people. I sing in the car. And I'm the terrified. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh. so excited. Well, I'm going to listen to that too. I'm going to be, I'll be there for both of them. Trust me. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I learned so much and I had such a good time. I really enjoy what you say. And I think that I can definitely implement it. I can do it right now. I can start implementing it right this moment. So that's what we need. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. You too. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And no, you are so wonderful at this. I just want to say it is such a pleasure to listen to you and that you just seem so natural. So keep it up. You're doing an awesome job. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's a learning curve and I'm moving along with it as best I can. And, you know, I surround myself with people like you that are in the business and it truly helps me be better at this and a better person. So thank you very much. All right, guys, that's it for today. We will see you next time. Thank you all for joining me today. I hope you've had as much fun as I did and learned a few things along the way. For more information, you can check the links in the description of this podcast. I'll be back next week with more joy, love, and laughter. Until then, I would be honored if you gave me a like and if you're so inclined to follow. Thanks again for listening. And remember, find some joy and laughter today. Ciao. Even though I'm scared, you'll break my heart. You know that I loved you from the start. Right from the start. Right from the start.